there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the baby. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I am Salty. I'm Cam. How you going, boys? Good. Long time no talk. Now we were just talking a second ago. I'm really good. I think I've lost all my notes. Oh, Oh, no. Here we go. (laughs) That's code for I didn't make any notes. Other than that, that, I'm really good. I just finished some beer together stuff. Yep. Uh, which was really cool. Uh, and now I'm here with you guys. I'm, I'm very, very online. But your notes are written down. Is that why you're shuffling paper? That wasn't uh, me. That was me, probably. I've found my notes. <laughs> <laughs> you try to my... rip me for having paper, even though <laughs> I didn't. Uh, can you still hear it? A little bit. What are you doing? I'm shuffling my notes. Oh, so you've got paper notes. Like a caveman. Perhaps even a caveman that perfected the human diet. Paleo notes, mate. A, a million years ago. And nothing we've invented since has been any good. No. Just raw meat was all we needed. With singed meat. Singed with lightning fire. Because we haven't worked out how to do a fire yet. So, you might be wondering why we're talking about paleo stuff. I was hoping someone might uh, take a segue at some point. Are we, are we, like, are we flat out naming this person or are we trying to avoid being sued? No, no, we'll name him. So today's, today's episode is uh, Good Heavens, Pete Evans. Wait, we're not doing No, we're not doing Have you done a whole bunch of research into teenage neo-Nazi spokesperson Uh Yeah, I, no, I haven't. I just wanted to get that in there. Uh, thanks, Cam, for getting that on record. Uh, Pete Evans, I'm into it. All right. Yeah, it's a whole episode about Pete Evans who's been in the news uh, for coming up with the cure for coronavirus, so we're all very grateful. The Wuhan coronavirus. But uh, we thought as long as he's in the news, we might have a little look back at his career because it's perplexing that this guy is still allowed on television. Yeah, not his cooking career. No. His, his career in, in the cookness. art of cookness. Is he still on television at the moment? Yes. I think so, yeah. My Kitchen Rules, he's like, he's been shunted from being one of the um, 
like he doesn't mentor anyone. He's just there to taste food. <laughs> Is he not there to mentor anyone because he would just get them cooked? I, I assume so. I don't like, know. They had too many contestants coming back pilled on 5G. Because <laughs> basically the show used to be Manu and Pete Evans, right? And they all they did was like um, taste food. There was no sort of mentoring or anything like that. And then they brought in this new concept where it's like, okay, there'll be two teams, one team mentored by Manu. And you would think naturally one team mentored by Pete Evans. But no, they, they um, got that Colin Fastnage Irish bloke. He's the other mentor, and Pete Evans is basically just there to eat. Is that wouldn't their mentorship be radically different, Manu and Fastlidge? Yeah, well, they've got different teams, so they're both mentoring different teams who are fighting against each other. Yeah, so one of them is going to be like fine French cooking, and what's the other one going to be doing? A potato stew. Yeah, but it's not like every basketball team has to have the same kind of coach. You have different styles. And then, like, it's a, you know, which style is going to work? Potato Man, cut that because it's a little bit insensitive. <laughs> um, or, believe- no, I'm not cutting it. So <laughs> you might, you might want to just dial it in a little. Um. <laughs> you can't rely on me cutting it to get away with that. It's fine. He's a Potato Man. Yeah. No, it's actually quite offensive to, is it? My, uh, to my Irish kin. Oh, uh, yeah. My are you Irish? Yeah, my family name is Lennon. Well, you're allowed to say whatever you want about them. No, about us. <laughs> but uh, how, how, how's some tater stew supposed to go up against a fine bull of bays? Oh, French food's overrated. Yeah. Don't cancel me French. <laughs> <laughs> you're not making a lot of friends on the continent tonight. Uh, this is because okay. he's just come from his beer together thing. He's wasted. He doesn't yeah. know what he's saying. This is his excuse. Not a drop of liquor has passed my lips today. So, all right, let's get back onto Pete Evans. Right. Where were we? The start. <laughs> so he's still on TV. He's still on the shelves of the of the supermarket, stripped as they are. Yeah. So he has like a, I guess, he has sauces and things. I have a jar of Pete Evans pineapple simmer sauce in my uh, cupboard that I... Why? Yeah. Because they stopped selling the... um. Who was the uh, that runner that had a line of hot sauces? Don't run. The fast one. Maybe a Jamaican runner? Usain Bolt. Yeah, there was an Usain Bolt range of sauces that they I sold at Coles. I remember that, yeah. Um, and it was fucking amazing. Right. And so I think we got this pineapple, this uh, Pete Evans one, in the hopes that it, maybe they just wanted to put a much less marketable personality onto the bottle. <laughs> and it was, like, basically the same thing, but I haven't tried it yet. Right. Um, if you want a good deal on Pete Evans' uh, branded food stuffs, Cheaper by Miles in Footscray and Flemington has a, a three or four different sorts. I'm not sure what they are exactly, but they're all in the, the cool – the chilled section with the cheeses and the um, vegan meats and stuff. Yep. I thought you, when you started saying the chilled section, I thought it was going to be like in a club, like a chill out room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like Grant Miles had just gone completely off the rails. There's a section where all the people are going psycho hoarding stuff and then there's the chill section. Yeah, yeah. There's one of those those energy lights. I mean, if, if Pete Evans was going to be in a supermarket, he would be in the chill section. Or if he's going to be in a nightclub, he'd be in the chill out zone. He wouldn't be hitting that dance floor. Oh, yeah. Soaking up that coloured light. Yeah. yeah. So, sh- should we talk about this fucking lamp first? 
Yeah, let's talk about what's kind of this is like he's been on our radar for a while. We we know exactly who he is, mm. but this is what's tipped us over the edge, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a healing lamp. What's it? It's a the biocharger. Yeah. And it's basically it just puts out energy and light. Is that right? Yeah, in different in different recipes. So it I think it puts out energy, light, and sound. Right. And there's like thousands of different combinations of like h- how the light and the sound is, uh, which they call recipes. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it's a a Tesla coil. So like you know something you might get in a joke shop, or like. With like the the ball and the little bits of electricity. Oh yeah, like science oh. science alive was the name of the thing that we used to do it at in New Zealand. Yeah, or the science roadshow or something. Yeah, it's like a science ball on top of just a lamp in like a glass case, and it goes like a so, car driving off into the distance. Well, but, or it can go. Right. It can do lots of different noises because there's thousands of combinations. Yeah, and they can it can do everything. But most recently, they've discovered it cures coronavirus. It's based on like um, a bunch of stuff we've talked about before, like Royal Rife. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. So the guy that came up with the biocharger has basically just done a Rife thing, but it's like a combination of a bunch of things. But it's just a flashing light with noises. <laughs> but I thought it was, when we first saw this, so Pete Evans was selling these for 15K a pop. Yeah. And saying that, uh, oh, you know, we've come up with a, you know, to cure coronavirus. Uh, and I thought this was like just a Pete Evans thing, but they're super popular. Right. So like uh, Tony Robbins, you know, right. the uh, motivational speaker, he like massively shills them out. And if you go to like Tony Robbins events, they'll have uh, like rooms with them in that you can go and sit sit with them. But also, there's heaps. Are of, they like, called chill rooms? I th- I think it might they might call it like come to the energy room or come to you know the chill zone or whatever. Right. And he's they all sit around these and Tony Robbins like prays next to one every day. But also, there's like spas and things in the states where they'll have one and you can you know rent it and go in and after right. your spa treatment just get blasted with some noises. So he, he's he been called out for selling these. He's been fined by the Therapeutic Goods Administration. Yeah. And the only reason that it came to anyone's attention was because he did a live stream, right? He was, like, live streaming on Facebook. And he was like, oh, yeah, and check this thing out. And everyone yeah. was like, what the fuck? And he said it's got recipes for Wuhan, Wuhan coronavirus. coronavirus. Yeah. Which is what you said at the top of the show, Salty. Uh, mm. A little reference to that, right? Yeah. Good save. <laughs> Just make sure everyone knows Colt Salty's not calling it that. Oh, yeah, no. That's why I was saying the yeah. coronavirus and start. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what he's banging on about. But, yeah, so he got fined 25000 bucks. Yeah. Even though he sells them for 15k each, mm. so all he had to do was sell two for to make a profit. <laughs> yeah. Although I imagine it's quite expensive for him to buy them as well. But all he has to do is, like, sell three to make a profit. Do you think they're expensive for him to buy them? Like, no, nah, I, I reckon he gave like them. Cost price a, is like two grand. Yeah, the people that are getting Pete Evans signed up to do them are like, aren't giving it to him for for more than a grand. No, nah. like there's nothing in them that's you know you know like total cost to make is like twenty cents or something. Yeah, 
Just yeah. get them on bulk on Alibaba. Can we just see if we can do that? Oh, let's have a look and see if they're on any of those sites. Easily the most expensive part of it would be they'd probably put in like a bunch of useless circuit boards and things. So if anyone pulls it apart, it looks like there's something going on. Yeah. Mm. But all it is is a, is a speaker and a Tesla coil and it's a like lamp. LEDs. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting when I was looking at biochargers on YouTube, uh, I found a bunch of comments on a some biocharger videos that were like, don't waste your money on the 15K biocharger when you get my $200 equivalent. <laughs> like it does all the same stuff, but it's only 200 bucks. Right. And he's still making $198. Yeah. So that was, that was something called the Bob Beck program. Right. And it's basically the same thing, but I guess that they just sort of leave the Tesla coil off it. They're like it makes noises and sometimes they have things that vibrate. And the idea is of the Bob Beck program is that uh, you vibrate all of the microbes in your body to death. So, you know how you're full of microbes. Mm. That's what's stopping your immune system from kicking in the overdrive. And that's what all illness is. It's just there's too many microbes and it's stopping your immune system from killing whatever's hurting you. So, if you can just vibrate all those microbes out, then your immune system can <laughs> cure anything. There's always, I can't quite get to why that's so funny, but there's a... The funny thing is we're just seeing microbes just vibrating out of the body like, oh. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sucks because I've been, I've been cultivating microbes this whole time. You sh- yeah. I should be getting rid of them, you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But I noticed when I was looking at uh, some Australian people selling this Bob Beck stuff, they didn't make any claims that it cured anything because they didn't want to get stung like Pete Evans has just been. Right. So the, the biggest claim they made is was, uh, you'll never miss work again. Which, because you don't actually have to miss work if you're sick. <laughs> so, it's not like they're saying we're going to cure you. Just it's, the, it's vague enough. You can just go to work. And the other thing they said was, uh, if you want to do research with the, into the Bob Beck program, this is the equipment you need. And then it's like, all right, so I'm just doing my own research, but you're not actually making any claims about what it does. Um, so, there are a lot of on... Um Alibaba, if you look up like RF or Rife machines, there's a lot of variations. Right. Um, looking up biocharging, you, you just get a lot of charging related uh, stuff. Uh, yeah. But like I'm looking at a high energy Rife laser, uh, you can get some for 500 bucks kind of thing. A, oh, okay. Yeah. Not a laser gun. No, like a, a biocharger thing. Um, so I'm sure if you poked around enough, you'd almost, you'd, I reckon you'd find. Um, what's his name's the biocharger in there somewhere? Yeah. How much was the Rife laser? Five hundred. Oh, there, there there are hundreds in here. I reckon it's, if we worked out what the bits were called, the components, we could probably find like the actual price of to make it. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure it's it's probably in the, in Alibaba somewhere. Um, there's a high frequency Rife Phantom Large, uh, uh, sorry, Phanatron, which is fifteen hundred euros. And it's kind of got like a light thing in the middle. There's one for 1,200 euros, body relaxation, rife. Um, so no doubt, I reckon, if you yeah, if you poked around enough, you'd find one of the Pete Evans ones. Or you'd find a company that you say, hey, can you just make one that looks like this? <laughs> oh, should we just get one made for funsies? Just make it. We could make our own rife machine. 
And I don't want to be messing around with Rife when I, we could have an orgone chamber. Can I just share with you guys my two favourite Bob Beck YouTube moments? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was this guy that was, like, jumping in uh, biocharger comments and, like, putting people onto this other thing. When you actually go to his YouTube profile, he has, like, a welcome video, which was dancing squirrels. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, animated. Yeah. But, like... They were real squirrels, but, like, they'd been photographed in different positions and then uh, the photos would flip back and forth to give the impression they were dancing. Kind of like uh, an amusing video you'd find on rathergood.com in the early 2000s. Yeah, so that was fun. And the other one I saw was a guy talking about the Bob Beck thing and he started he started his thing, he's like, you know, I'm not going to be talking to you with any of them $500 words. <laughs> and then he picked up a dictionary. He said, "You know what this is? It's a book of five hundred dollar words." I'm not going to be talking to you with these. I'm not going to talk to you from behind glasses. I'm not one of these glasses guys. And then he started talking bullshit about vibration. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not—he's not one of these glasses guys. Don't worry. How much do these people think words cost? Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Because as a writer, that sometimes gets paid by the word. I do not get five hundred dollars a word, and I use some pretty damn good words. And those days are using the wrong words. Yeah. Need to get this guy's dictionary. I know. So that's the biochargers. Should we go over the history or, of Pete Evans? What yeah, was the I first? Just, sorry, I go. just want to mention. Um, you mentioned orgone chambers, mm. and and I'm going to have a running narrative for this show. I, there's something that's really done my head in about this whole thing, is that Pete Evans and my life intersect in in a few ways. Um, he really likes cooking. Uh, he's a chef, obviously. You look at his um, his Instagram and his Facebook, and ninety percent of it is recipes or like, and he's, he's using offal and he's doing fermentation, all things that I'm like, yeah, super into this. These, yep. This food, he's doing like some sort of Jamaican spiced um, beef heart mince, which looks great. So like, with a weird stuff. little hat. Yeah. Um, so one of them, uh, one of the pictures was a grass-fed steak and mushrooms with garlic, rosemary, lots of black pepper, scoop of uh, sauerkraut and sprouts, cooked in coconut oil. Like, yep, great. Yum. And then pyramid by at light the light. So in the background <laughs> is this little pyramid, which is an organ chamber. <laughs> so it's a weird, like, you know, sure his 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 food stuff is really cooked, for lack of a better term, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, a lot of his food is really good. It looks really good. It's using really good ingredients. He's like pushing local stuff, but then he sticks an orgone chamber in the background. Um, another <laughs> video sure mention it in his comments. Yeah. Another video, it was him like learning how to do a fakie 50, 50, uh, on a skateboard on a half pipe. <laughs> good trick. Really good trick to learn. If you're learning to skateboard on a half pipe, stuff them into. And then the next one is just like, you know, some cook shit. And it's like, it's so confusing. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, oh, quick aside, on um, the 4th of April uh, at 4.20, he posted, uh, so, four, you know, 4.20, 4.20 or whatever. But posted, Australian, Australian 4.20. Australian 4.20. He posted a picture of Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> uh, Spicoli, for people that haven't seen that movie, is the the stoner character of the high school movie. 
Oh, well, I, don't, I feel bad about ripping into him now. He's kind of cool. Yeah, he's got a lot of things that I like. Just do American 420, mate. Yeah. Deal with the program. This is the thing, right? We can't be splitting up our psychic energy between April 4 and the 20th of April if we want to reach a higher level of, you know, have a global consciousness level raising. I don't think 420 has ever been about a global consciousness raise, raising. No, it's just going to happen because we're all on the same level, man. Mm. Time zones. Yeah, Whatever. Pro- yeah, it's, it'll, a wave of consciousness sweeping across the world. Anyway, so the history of Pete Evans. What was the first thing you guys remember seeing that was cooked by him? Well, I think it was he started off with autism stuff, right? The first thing I remember thinking, what the fuck is he talking about, was activated almonds. Well, so that's the thing. That and that is a famous for people that aren't aware. And um, this is me going on a tear again. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a, so the Sunday Mag in the Age or or some you know weekend lifestyle something. Yeah, it was like Sunday Life or Good Weekend or something. Yeah, it had my life on a plate, and it would be like, you know, someone famous saying, "Oh, this is what I eat for breakfast, and this is what I do in my day." And they're all clearly like, you know, a, a real, like it's not a literal day. It's probably a synthesis of, you know, the ultimate days eating or whatever. How they see food representing their character. That, that his, you know, activated almonds one, most of what he'd eat, I'd be like, yeah, that would pretty much be on my day as a plate. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some days we eat stuff not quite at that level, but certainly in that realm. Including the activated almonds? No, I've never had activated almond, but I mean, almonds are a part of my morning morning food for sure you would so, i looked at a little activation though oh i, I thought look, about it i did it really good <laughs> so you soak them for 24 hours and then you dry them out over low heat right yeah and the idea is that it gets rid of phytochemicals that yeah. stop you di- that stop you digesting the full nutrients from the almonds so i think that's probably the cooked version of basically if you um they sprout basically if you soak them right and they they start germinating and, so you get a little bit of vegetable with your nut. Well, I think that um yeah, and I think that like in the um in the beer world when they when they malt barley, that's how they do it. They they soak it to sp- start it sprouting a little bit, and that releases sugars and creates um, different sugars and carbohydrates. Yeah. So I, I and I don't know this for sure, and I could be completely wrong, but you know maybe there is something valid to that process. But how many like you have a handful of almonds? How much more nutrients are you actually going to get out of them and how over your whole day of eating? How is that fucking worth anything? I can't believe I'm taking the position of defending activated almonds here. I um, have like eight almonds in the morning. It's like, fuck, lucky I activated them because I got like 0.0005 of a gram more of fucking anti-phytochemical nutrients. You don't want to max out your almond intake? Well, it's like, do you have to eat four kilos of almonds for it to be of any benefit? I, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of my dips. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't hurt to min-max your almonds. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying don't eat almonds. I'm just saying eat almonds, but you're probably getting enough out of them without having to soak them for a day and then dry them out. Yeah. Just fucking I, I, I guess my point is some of my days on a plate would be almost as wanky as a Pete Evans. Not quite not at that level, but geez, in the same arena. <laughs> but yeah, when that came out, he just got owned. Yeah. Because, 
yeah, the salties of the world weren't having it. And people like Robbo and myself were too, you know, too timid to, to speak up. Yeah, I kept my head down. And it was for the best because now there's no record of us defending him. <laughs> Except for now. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was before all this other shit, right? That was a, a little while back. Yeah. Um, it was, hang on. We probably, you guys probably drove him into Cookness. By making him have to defend activated armor so hard. Uh, one of them, he had alkalized water. Yeah, that was something he was pushing not that long ago, right? Yeah, and that's I, again, I don't, I don't know enough to to say it's ridiculous, but like, I don't know. Well, is that just is that the idea that the water has had its uh, you know ions or atoms or whatever lined up? Yeah. Well, that's bull- <laughs> peptides. That's bullshit. The alkaline water deactivates peptides secreted in the stomach and increases bone density, is what the claim was, which was proven to be completely false. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the, pH, the pH that the actual water had was way, way lower than what they were claiming it had. Uh, this was in 2012 that he did the whole activated almonds thing. All right. So, yeah, it was a couple of years later that he really went off the deep end. He also had activated almonds twice in that day. I've just brought it up. Uh, Maximising his almonds. Yeah, this is the point. (laughs) So, wait, when was he having his almonds? Little morning snack, obviously. He was having a muffin at 8.30pm. That's too late for a muffin. A muffin you don't have after 12pm. You can have it again from 3 to 4pm and then not again at all. 8.30pm muffin, ridiculous. What's an appropriate 8.30pm snack? A toast. bit of toast? Um, A toast isn't... A toast is not that far off of a muffin, Robo. Yeah, but nah, a muffin is. <laughs> nah. Can you imagine sitting down for a muffin at 8.30 p.m.? Come on. Is that a nice cup of tea? Nah. Does he make it clear Banana whether- bread is fine. Is it an nah. English? Again, just reformat yep. that into a circle and it's a muffin. Nah, different completely. <laughs> is he talking about the sort of muffin, a sweet muffin, or is he talking about an English muffin? Uh, it is a handmade coconut, carob, blueberry, a, uh, goji, and stevia muffin. Mm. Yeah, but well, there's, no, there's no sugar in there. No, that's fine. Yeah, unlike Robbo wants you to just eat sugar-packed banana bread right before you go to bed. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying it's more appropriate for that time of the evening. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's where you got cooked. A couple of years after he ate that one meal, uh, he he was back with some uh, some more meal uh, thoughts. I think this is a this is also a thing with uh, Pete Evans. He asks questions. Yeah. He often I feel like he, he, that's how he couches a lot of stuff. Like I'm just asking questions, or what are your thoughts on this? That sort of thing. Yes. So in 2014, he jumped on Facebook to a. Uh, Sorry, Cam. Can I just interrupt you? Sorry. As go ahead. Rant. Uh, in 2013, between that. Um, he had a restaurant called Little Hunter, which completely went under, and I think he stiffed a lot of suppliers, including some breweries and some s- small farmers and stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's also cooked, just in a different way. Right. So then in 2014, he uh, he jumped on Facebook with some stats. Uh, why has our rate of autism jumped from 1 in 10,000 children in 1974 to one in 50 in 2014. Where do you think it will be in another 40 years if it is escalating at this rate? This has grown rapidly since the guidelines have been in place and those guidelines he's talking about are like 
Heart Foundation guidelines and like the Dietitians Association of Australia guidelines. And so basically what he was doing was uh, saying the Australian diet was behind autism and we should all go paleo instead. Now, to that I would say, is were we, in 1973, were we eating caveman food? <laughs> <laughs> has, has the Australian diet actually changed that significantly, like even from the 1950s? To 2014, could you not say that the rise in autism might have more to do with, you know, recognizing what autism is? Yeah. The the diet in the 1950s would have been very starchy, right? Mm. Like meat and potatoes is that kind of, you know, in in the majority of households probably was like there wasn't a big food diversity in Australia at that time. Mm. People were still like farming, doing a lot of home farming, killing their own chickens, doing roast meals, doing stews, casseroles. Cassolettes. Cassolettes. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Over at the Manu household, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um But I no. That's demonstrably not correct that the diet dietary changes from nineteen seventy four to twenty fourteen caused autism despite the, the vaccines, right? Did they no, did they even know what autism was in nineteen seventy four? Don't know. Don't know. It certainly probably wasn't very well understood. Well, no, they must have if the one in ten thousand children had it. Maybe the the uh, spectrum of autism wasn't quite as broad, and they thought autism was like Rain Man. If you were Rain Man, you had autism. If you were some other spectrum of autism that they didn't really understand at that point, they might have just dismissed it as something else. Mm, mm. So I just checked, and a study. That's one done by scientists backed up what I just guessed, which is, that yeah, and what you just said, Salty, that they just sort of have worked out how to, what autism is or how how to define it. That is like sort of the point where he should be taken off the air, right? Yeah. Yes. So a few months later, uh, he, he brought out a book, uh, which was like a paleo recipe book. And one of the recipes in it was bone broth for babies. Yeah. And they had to pull the book because if you actually gave this recipe to a baby, it would kill it, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, well, the, I think. Yeah. Sorry, blast them with vitamin A was uh, was the problem. Well, can you? And it, and it was like he was he was not just saying, "Hey, here's a good food for your baby." It was like, "Hey, you should give your child from birth to six months only this, and not any formula or breast milk." So in uh, twenty sixteen. Pete Evans co-authored a paleo cookbook called Baba Yum Yum. Uh, already you should pull that book. That's a terrible name. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so he, the, the bone broth could potentially cause a vitamin A overdose in infants. The recipe was revised that it, uh, with caveats that it should not be fed to children under six months. Mm. But according to the Dietitians Association of Australia, it still contained four and a half times the amount of vitamin A recommended for babies. I didn't realize this. After they pulled the book, he then just published it himself. <laughs> yeah, it's still published as an ebook. Um, so this was about the time we were having a um, some sort of picnic in the park with friends, um, and someone and Pete Evans came up, and it turned out a friend of ours was super into Pete Evans and bone broth at the time, <laughs> and uh, I don't think Emma's. Hasn't is no longer friends with that person. <laughs> it caused a bit of a rift at the time. All right. See, so, because the bone broth is fine for an adult, though. 
If, yeah, yeah. It's probably actually, you know, it's not bad for you. It's good for you. But if you're a wee little baby that can't handle your vitamin A, you weak little shit, uh, yeah. I mean, cook something else. Yeah, St- yeah. You stupid baby. Yeah. Stick to your titties and bloody leave the bone broth for the grown-ups. So as part of my research, thankfully someone put together a list of some of the dumb things he's done. Mm. Vegan women should eat meat during pregnancy. I feel like that was he. That's him following his heart. There, that was in 2016. He came out with that one, and that's like that's not super controversial, right? That's no, probably okay. That's probably that's probably controversial for his fan base. Yeah, but he's just like that's John Howard banning guns, sort of. You know, he doesn't want to, but he's doing the right thing. Mm. Mm. Uh, but then also later that year, he. Uh, Discouraged his fans from wearing sunscreen. Yeah, this is a filled with lo- chemicals. There's a lot in that. Yeah, that and that's a common one for him, right? Yeah. See, he he reckons he doesn't use sunscreen because he has a year round tan, so that protects him. Mm. He- the um the cancer council said that a tan offers about the same sp uh, same protection as SPF four sunscreen, and it that depends heavily on your skin type. And it also does not protect from DNA damage, which is basically what causes skin cancer. So, it, just, just stick the nanoparticles on. Did he pop up, like, very recently doing sun gazing? Was that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Also he, that. We'll get to that. Um, on the sunscreen thing, like, you come out saying sunscreen's poisonous and it's full of chemicals and all this kind of stuff. I was reading a, someone's thread on Facebook quite recently because someone had posted the biocharger thing and someone in the, the comments was like, oh, why does he have to come out with such cooked stuff like this? He's just cluttering it up so that like all the real the real things that uh, like he should be talking about are just getting like bad coverage. Like, like all of us who eat uh, keto diets don't get sunburned or get skin cancer. I'm not sure that's true. No, I don't but, think it's true either. No. <laughs> the, the claim is that, like, if you eat no carbs, if you're on a keto diet, something happens in your body because you, you're eating less factory and industrial fats and good, like, meat fats. Yeah. That it does something to your body and your body doesn't burn. And there's also something to do with they think that sugar in your cells is what causes you to burn and get cancer. So by cutting out sugar and cutting out artificial fats and stuff, you somehow change your body. And I found so many threads on like Reddit and stuff where people are like, sick, I'm a keto now and I'm not, and I've got no more sunburn. Just go out in the sun all day. Don't burn. And then you go into other threads and people are like, I'm keto now. And fuck, I'd burn to a crisp in a second. (laughs) So it's like, Something else is going on in your lives, guys. Like, I don't think you can quite put it down to this. Yeah, maybe it was a cloudy day. Yeah, but even, by even him, on, but, sorry, go. Even on a cloudy day, the UV can still get you. So make yeah. sure you slip, slop, slap. Yeah. So, um, yeah, him talking about the biochargers was just muddying the waters for the real, the real truth. So, twenty July twenty sixteen was a big one for him. Yeah. That's when he came out with his meat thing, the sunscreen thing, and also uh, wasn't sure about whether the Wi-Fi was any good for you. Uh. So he he said that uh, he took- This may have all been in one interview. 
he turns his internet off when he's not using it because uh, he doesn't want to get Wi-Fi poisoning. Right. He's just trying to save his data. Which is a lot of celebrities jump on that one as well. Um, like well, I can't remember the, the names. I didn't look at it for the purpose of this, but that keeps on coming up. Um, and yeah, I, and it, there's so many celebrities that seem to be on board with that one. Mm. The uh, another 2016 thing mm-hmm. was he was involved with uh, endorsing a product called caramel milk, Ooh. which won a 2016 Shonky Award. Hang on. So, so, caramel milk or camel milk? Caramel. It was called caramel milk. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was caramel and I didn't just re- misread it and write down caramel and it was camel, but I'm pretty sure it was caramel milk. It was the name of the product, which uh, come out and claimed that it helped with autism, diabetes, tuberculosis, cancer, stomach ulcers, and more. And uh, you, you're actually not allowed to advertise any of those health benefits, according to Choice. Uh, this this was camel milk. You you did write it wrong. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. I was thinking, man, this sounds delicious. Okay, camel milk. So yeah, they come out selling camel milk, saying that it it cured or it helped with autism, diabetes, TB, cancer, stomach ulcers, and more. And uh, yeah, it's bullshit. He also suggested that uh, new mothers replace their breast milk with it. Right. Hmm. I don't think that's physically possible. Just like with, probably with some sort of syringe. Mm, no, fair point. Syringes, I didn't think of that. Um, uh, also on milk, can I just chuck another milk thing in? Sure. Uh, he reckons, he, he claimed that calcium from dairy can remove the calcium in your bones and worsen osteoporosis. And, the, and, he, and he was quoted as saying, most doctors do not know this information. Those fucking dumbass doctors. <laughs> uh, and I think in the same... Breath. He told he had told someone on cholesterol medication that he should stop taking it because it's bad for him. If I have activated almonds, is that going to counteract the dairy? Can I still have a big M? Well, no. What the activated flavor? almonds are something different, mate. That's the phytochemicals. An egg flip, the healthiest big M. <laughs> mm, yeah, because then you're getting your your body yeah protein and stuff from the egg. Yeah. yeah. He also in 2016. So, yeah, let's just let's just say again. Why is this guy still allowed to be on TV? <laughs> also, 2016, he revealed he used an earthing mat uh, when he was at the computer, just to, to earth the electromagnetic electromagnetic fields he was getting when his Wi-Fi was turned on. Would just go into the mat. Oh yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. Plus, it probably helps if you're like fixing your PC and stuff. You don't want to fry any of your components. So, 2017, he uh, posted a picture on Instagram of a pipe with a a tap, and coming out of the tap was water in the shape of a skull and crossbones. Uh oh. Uh, Hey, I know, I know. If I know anything about skull and crossbones, bad news. He had some concerns. Just concerns, mind. I'm concerned about mass fluoridation of public water. And I strongly believe that if people want to add fluoride to their drinking water, then they should. But it should be a choice so that each person has the ability and the right to make for their own household. Right. Uh, apparently, he also he joined a, an anti-fluoride group in WA a few years previous. Uh, then 2018, yeah, there was the, the sun gazing thing. So, I think we that came out after we did our episode on sun gazing, didn't it? Yeah, sometime after. So, 
Do you reckon he listens? No. Maybe. He's one of the people that I was concerned about listening to us and actually getting hooked on the ideas. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what? Right. This, this sounds pretty fucking good. I'm going to give this a crack. That was immediately after. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, so just staring at the sun, that's fine. And then, yeah, since then, he, he was sort of controversy-free for a little bit. He was promoting the keto thing, but that's fine. You've just got to have a balanced diet. Mm. But I've, I done, think- I've done keto before, lost heaps of weight. Like, mm. it it's works, but it takes a lot. You have to maintain it really hardcore. And then, yeah, then he's got his fucking heat lamp. <laughs> so when was he hanging out with uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Was he? Yeah. Yeah. So Robert F. Kennedy is a anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Um, so he's he was, never, I don't think Pete Evans has come out blatantly and said, I'm an anti-vaxxer, right? He's no. Like and his, Cam- his publicist has come out and denied that he's anti-vax. Yeah. And it's that thing that Cam mentioned of like, oh, just, hey, just asking this question. Yeah. Which is what he's doing with the COVID stuff. Um, but uh, I think it was, I'm not sure when that was, but yeah, he was fo- photographed with, with Buddy. Yeah. Oh, I'm just hanging out with massive anti-vaxxers. I'm not actually one. But fucking, um, you should have should be able to choose if you get fluoride or not. That's just code for you should be able to choose if you vaccinate your kids. So I, I dived into some comments, and I guess this is probably the, the right time, about COVID stuff. Mm. Oh, no, sorry. Actually, I, w- I do want to mention he had a, um, a film that was on Netflix. Did you guys ever watch this? No. No. It was called The Magic Pill, and it was taken down just like a week ago. Right. What was I, went to watch, uh, I went to watch it. I was like, fuck, I should watch it. And then it was gone. It wasn't there. And I, so I Googled it, and people were like, like an hour before me, like, hey, it seems to have gone. Was it taken down just because that's when its time on Netflix had run out? Or was Don't it ta- taken down I mean, by was, the globalists? It was soon after he had gotten uh, fined. All oh, right. But um, someone, a lady in this. So he. It was him and someone else that made it, and I can't remember the, the full details, but he, um, someone in the film claimed that a ketogenic diet started shrinking their breast cancer tumor. tumor. Right. Um, and the claim was that cancer cells need sugar and refined carbohydrates to pl- proliferate, um, and if you don't want them to reproduce, stop feeding them. Right. That kind of goes down the same track as that sunscreen thing. Like, if you don't give your cells sugar, you can't get cancer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he'd, it was in conjunction with this lady, and I didn't write down her name, but she's she's pretty famously cooked, and yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's not on Netflix anymore. Well, you know, they can't be the Netflix people can't watch everything they put up before they put it up. No, no, uh, yeah. They you just should. you just be there all day. <laughs> yeah. So, did you figure out what the magic pill was? It was, was just, it just a keto thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so I jumped into some of the like comment sections and here's, I guess what, what started us talking about it. So the comment sections where he's like, oh, I'm just asking questions about COVID and they rapidly descended into David Icke, um, <laughs> support. Cause I think he did something about COVID recently. So people are like, you know, normal, not normal, but like, I don't know, housewives in Dubbo sharing David Icke stuff. And being like, wow, this is really eye-opening. Uh, like, the comment, the commentary just got really cooked really quickly in those ones. Yeah, David Icke did a big thing about COVID and about 5G. And it was one of all of the social media platforms have uh, said that uh, 
you know, we're going to crack down on the 5G coronavirus stuff. Uh, we're not going to crack down on 5G conspiracies or coronavirus conspiracies. We're just going to crack down on anything we have heard together, um, which is super helpful. But one of the things they took down was the David Icke video, which is on a channel called London Real. Yeah. And, yeah, so um, there's a, a lot of anti-5G stuff in those comments as well. Um, yeah, so but because it got taken down, it just sort of became this, like, this is what they don't want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of them... There's a headline about testing for corona. Uh, anyone with an itchy throat couldn't get tested now in New South Wales was the, the gist. Um, and someone commented, I think that everyone that has an itchy bum should get tested for coronavirus too, LOL. And people were losing it how much they loved that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it, it tore the house down. People were like, comment of the day. Oh, God. Um and another person was having like, this is a really dumb argument happening, and uh, someone replied sarcastically to someone else. Actually, no, I cut this. Who cares? It's hard to, hard to tell. <laughs> cut that bit, Cam. Was it going to end up in another bum joke? No, it was just like someone replied sarcastically. Hope you don't get it. That'd be a shame. And the person replied, "Thank you. Please continue to like, you know, think like this. Uh, like they thought they were being sincere. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Oh, there's also in the comments of the 5G one, one of the 5G ones, there's a lot of um, uh, Bill Gates is a pedophile and on Epstein's flight logs and loves his adrenochrome. Um, and I suggest you research things a little more before you question anyone. Right. Another comment. Uh, I don't, was Bill Gates in the Epstein flight logs? Uh, yeah, I think he was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think there's, uh, there's a photo of Epstein and Gates together as well. Yeah, there's a photo. I don't know. But anyway, I, I know that he loves his adrenochrome, so I'm going to take everything else this person says it. Face value. So he recently did a podcast with um, with Dr. Shiva Ayaduri. Do you guys know this guy? No. no. Uh, he's only the inventor of email. Whoa. Whoa. Um, I he thought that was is, Malcolm Turnbull. No, Shiva Ayaduri. Um, and this guy is a, um, he's a legitimate scientist. He, he's got four degrees um, from like MIT. Uh, was a Fulbright scholar. Um, he's also freaking cooked. Did uh, he actually invent he email? Inv- well, he invented a program that he uh, got the trademark for email for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> many years after many people had been using email. Yeah. When did he invent this? Uh, 1979 or 78. It's not clear. All right. Okay. Um, so it was early on. So, like, you know, he's intelligent enough as a 14 year old to. to but he was 14. Yeah. No, the people that invented email were nerdy college guys. And it had already happened by this point. Yeah. But he, he had the, the copyright or the trademark for email. So he's been dining out on this claim. Um, <laughs> he's, he's had, like, defamation lawsuits against, against I think, TechRadar was the website. Um, and, like, you know, so he sues anyone that just questions it. But Well, don't sue me. I'm, I'm like Pete Evans, I'm just asking questions. It just he definitely did not me. invent email. Um, so, yeah, and, and so super like rough, Like his claims. Um, he's also, so he's an engineer, but now he's started to like weigh in on um, medical stuff and, and biology and stuff. Uh, he's claimed that the coronavirus was spread by the deep state um, and accused Anthony Fauci, director of the uh, National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases, of being a deep state plant. Um, in 2014, he was also romantically connected with actress Fran Drescher. 
Oh. Uh, you may know her as the Nanny. Uh, they participated in this ceremony at Teresa's beach house um, and both tweeted they'd gotten married uh, after he said a, it was not a formal wedding or marriage, but a celebration of friendship. Oh, yeah. Uh, they split up in 2016. Was it an easy split because they'd never been married? Yeah, I think it must have been. Um, and he's really gone in on COVID conspiracy theories. Um, in 2020, March 2020, published an open letter to Donald Trump, um, and he's been saying lockdown was unnecessary and advocated large doses of vitamins to prevent and cure the disease. Uh, and QAnon supporters have recommended that he be included um, in coronavirus discussions. Uh, anyway, he was on his podcast this month, or last month when you hear this, listeners. Uh, so he's getting into some very dangerous QAnon territory with his guests. I'm surprised this guy hasn't actually been brought on as an official medical advisor to the president. Because did you see that like some guy tweeted at Trump and got a $69 million yeah. uh, packet, like grant or whatever contract to provide protective gear to New York. Well, so this guy ran uh, in 2017 as a Republican, uh, as an independent. Uh, I think he failed to get the the Republican uh, support. So he went as an independent. Um, at the time, he said that this is all on his Wikipedia. Um, at the time, he said Senator Warren was a, a, at the top of a U.S. neo-caste system. Um, again, that's really QAnon territory. What, neo-caste, like, Indian caste system? Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe there probably is an argument What did you think of Tulsi Cavard? uh, It's not on his Wikipedia page. There's a lot to unpack with this guy. I'm still, like, I've spent ages reading about his uh, email claims and the back and forth with TechRadar. We're, like, a week away from seeing this guy in the White House. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, so that's another Pete Evans uh, ridiculous mm. thing. Oh, he also um, he asked, yeah, he said, you know, there's this big problem in the US called SIDS, uh, you know, cot death or, or sudden infant death syndrome. It's a big problem everywhere, I think. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know if you have that in Australia. I'm like, what? It's, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just that's such a little synthesis moment of like how, how just dumb this guy is despite all of his qualifications. Uh, and also, uh, just another thing I found on the social media was uh, Pete Evans posted a picture of him with uh, his T-shirt off and he had a very hairy chest. Ooh. Um, oh. And people were freaking out and just like, nah, that is gross, Pete Evans. And other people were like, no, it's fine. And they're like, nah. It's sort of like Wait, <laughs> where, did you, comments. where did you fall on it? Uh, look. Are we, like, talking Robin Williams, Harry? Uh, no. Yeah, maybe. I mean, no comment from me. I don't need to weigh in on this. All right. But um, was but, it so hairy that you would say it was gross? I mean, no. It's just a hairy chest. Like, whatever. All right. I mean, go, go read the comments. And was it hairier than my chest? I haven't seen your chest, and I'm, I'll, I'm glad to keep it that way. All right. We'll see. Um, we'll see asked, go when this lockdown's over. Someone asked about his, um, his wife, uh, Nicole... What's his wife's name? Nicole. Uh, Nicole Nicola Watson. Right. And he's like, you know, she, they asked why she's not in photos. And he said she chooses not to be in the family photos um, on social media. 
And she replied, oh, that's nice. My daughter has six girls and their other grandmother, Colleen Hill, is your next first cousin. So small world. Yeah. Small world. Oh, well, does that do us for Pete Evans? Yeah. Go check out his hairy chest and his sweet skateboarding moves. <laughs> oh, it's everything like you, Robbo. Yeah, right. I, I, I mean, I'm probably not as disgusting as his gross hairy chest, but... I'm certainly somewhat her suit. Yeah, he's still a hairy beard of a man. Yeah. And I do sweet skateboarding tricks. Sorry, hairy hairy bear of a man, not beard. I, I could definitely do a fakey fifty fifty on a quarter on a half pipe the size of his. Yeah. Hey, when when lockdown's over Robo, should we make a skate video, like a really lame one? Uh well, now I have to put my fakey fifty fifty into practice. Yeah. <laughs> I've just got a record saying I can do it. <laughs> yeah. No. Ah. Maybe let's discuss this offline. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Uh, before we go, thank you to our patrons for your patronage. Yeah. Especially Tammy. 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 Sorry, I'm yawning. Like, oh my god. Sorry, keep, not yawning at Tammy support. I'm yawning at the bloody Wikipedia page I'm looking at. Are we keeping you up? Are we, mate? Well, I mean, kind of. Uh, if people want to find us, we are on Spotify. We're on Twitter at Hypothepod. We're on Facebook. Uh, all that good, those good places. Robo, they can get you at Isle of a Time, Isle of a Time dot com. Uh, yeah, and I've been doing a lot of YouTube stuff on Beer Together, but just find that on Isle of a Time. Salts, uh, you can get me at Saltmarsh on Instagram and Twitter. Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook and The Salt on Twitch, uh, which is my new thing. I'm doing a lot of art streaming on Twitch. I might do a little bit of gaming on there. I don't know, mostly art. Yeah, probably. Look, no offense, just stick to art. Just because you're a fucking noob. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you, can find, <laughs> you can find me at Sexenheimer on Twitter. Uh, gather around me on Facebook. More like Suxenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, check out my radio show, Yeah Nah Passaran, on 3CR. Yeah Nah Pass, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See ya. See you. Don't worry about a thing Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians I said don't worry about a thing Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry about a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Ooh, Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 which Let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see that. Why don't you open your eyes?